Welcome to the Superwoman Isn't Real podcast with your host, Kira Mahal. I'm the founder of London's leading personal training platform for women, Motivate PT, the mother of two girls under five, and I'm constantly trying to balance motherhood, career, and wellness. In my own journey to be a superwoman and spin all of these plates, it's time to say it. Superwoman is not real. So why are we holding ourselves to an impossible standard? The good news is that all of the guests on this podcast are very real. And in these unfiltered conversations, my aim is to leave you feeling you can achieve everything you want in your life with the tools that my guests share. As long as we ditch the superwoman persona and start to live authentically. Let's go. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another shiny new episode of Superwoman Isn't Real. And today you've got me talking, rambling about a topic that I've been thinking about recently and that I really, really wanted to share with you guys because I think I've come to a lot of insights on this topic and it's all about taking a big leap in life. And so I wanted to cover like four really key major things that I think are really useful to know when you're taking that leap in life. And the leap can really be anything. I mean, I might talk a lot from the um, sort of context of entrepreneurship and starting a business but in truth that leap could be in your fitness journey that leap could be you know losing weight it could be getting married or starting a new relationship or starting to date or having a new career jumping into a new job whatever it might be I think we're all at different stages in our journey and so one of those will apply and that's why I wanted to touch on this topic because I think the points really apply across all of them and they make that journey and they make that decision to take the leap just a lot more fun and easy and you can sort of hand over a lot of control um, and just go with the flow, right? I think, by the way, taking a leap is just the most wonderful thing. I think taking a leap is something we need to do as humans. It's all about evolution and growth. And often when we don't do things that really challenge and change us, that's when we feel the most unhappy. Sometimes we can be really unhappy and feel really guilty because we have everything, but it might just be that you have just stagnated, like nothing's new, nothing's exciting, and it might be time to take some sort of different direction or change things up. Now, for me, there's been lots of little leaps that have happened over the last, gosh, six years, like jumping from a corporate career to start a business. I own and run Motivate PT, a women's wellness platform, and we have team of over 40 personal trainers in London and actually now globally and people can look at that and sort of see where I'm at today but this has been like a whole journey and process and trust me it was scary it was scary jumping that first time from something with so much stability into something that was just so new new to me and you know I talk about this a few episodes ago I talk about Um, the superwoman label and why we should not hold ourselves to such a high standard but honestly speaking there's a lot of things I wish I knew in that year one and you know maybe it's part of the journey to not know it in year one but I hope by sharing these some of you will be able to take these away and start to apply them so first things first from the viewpoint I guess I'm talking about entrepreneurship but again this applies to anything my first big thing that I wish everybody knew is that hard work is the only way there is like no other way to achieve success and happiness at the same time and I think that's the key success and happiness other than putting in the work and I think hard work is actually like a beautiful thing I think too often hard work is like 
made to be something really, really bad, like how dare we work too hard. But actually, if you can lean into hard work and start to enjoy the process of challenging yourself and getting better and learning new things, I think it's actually pretty wonderful. And it's crazy. Like, I think it's only recently that it feels like we're almost rewarding less hard work. Whereas when I was growing up, I know that working hard was just something that like was really, really rewarded. And like whether that was academically or the kids that were really great at sports, like the more hard work you put into things, the more you got rewarded for that. And I've got to think about what that shift has been in recent years, but I've definitely noticed that hard work is not really seen as that desirable anymore. And maybe it was social media and the perceived, I mean, the perceptions of other people's lives and, you know, people becoming influencers overnight and things like that. But very rarely have people made it into a position of seniority or power or success without having put in tons and tons of groundwork behind the scenes. And I think it's really easy to get swept away and think that there are quick shortcuts. But nearly every time in my life that I've tried to take a shortcut, I hope I'm not alone in this, nearly every time in my life that I've tried to take a shortcut, it has just not worked out. It has just not brought me happiness. I've not learned anything along the way. And it almost at times has felt like a fluke. And I think there's nothing worse than thinking you've just had a fluke and managed to be successful. Like that is not at all what I want and probably not what you want either. So I guess a really good example I could put around this is like winning a lottery. You know, if you just won the lottery, I mean, there are so many case studies on this, almost an obsession in the UK around winning lottery and what's happened to past lottery winners the amount of times there's been a documentary about this but i guess the fascination with that is just that people assume that when you're given millions of pounds you're super happy and in very few cases that turns out to be the truth i think you've had to you have to have some really that to be incredibly grounded as a human being to still remain yourself and super happy so winning the lottery is like a really huge example i think of where it's just given to you without any sort of journey or process or growth. And so I'm sort of, my first point is really about like, guys, let's bring in the idea that hard work is actually wonderful and hard work actually teaches you a lot about yourself. And rather than being scared of it, let's let's start rolling up our sleeves and saying, yeah, let's do this. Like, let's crack on, let's figure this out. And I think that mindset shift is massive and will motivate you so much to go and do like wonderful things in the world. On that point, if you can also get really, really, really good at the concept of delayed gratification. So I'm putting in the work now and the rewards will come. I think this is the thing that the top 1% do. Like they have wonderful skills at delayed gratification and something I'm actually surprisingly really, really good at. Like I've been good ever since I made the corporate jump to just go like, I can be patient and, and things will happen and things will come, but I don't need it today. And I think the more you can become good at that, the better taking a leap will be because there will always be a period of hard work. I mean, fitness is another brilliant example of delayed gratification. (coughs) Sorry, guys, bear with me. I was super sick last week, but I'm getting there. So fitness is a great example of delayed gratification. So if you think about fitness, you know, you are not going to see your abs tomorrow and you are not going to have toned glutes tomorrow and you are not going to be able to run miles tomorrow you've got to put in the hard work and that to me is like the perfect example of delayed gratification where you just have to be super patient to see the results but when you do see the results i don't really think there's a better feeling in life like 
all of that work and it pays off, I think is just amazing. And I mean, this is what we do for our clients every single day. It's why I love my business because we basically help people get fitter and healthier and more active. And that feel good feeling for me as a founder is like tenfold. I don't even think people understand like how high I get off seeing people achieve goals and actually do it for themselves and you know maybe have come to us like with no self-belief and just turning that around for themselves I think is absolutely massive and huge and I love it but we don't lie as a company we will always say there's no shortcut it has to be hard work and if there was a shortcut trust me it wouldn't last like it wouldn't be rewarding or fulfilling you have to go on this journey I think understanding like a lot of people also want to maybe explore the idea of running their own thing one day or going solo as a freelancer, whatever it might be. I just think if you can get really clear on these questions of, are you good with delayed gratification? And by the way, it's okay to say no. You do not have to be somebody that's like, maybe you need to see instant rewards. Maybe you like buying yourself really, really nice things. Maybe you want to live in like your dream home from a really young age. Then I think it is really good to actually be completely comfortable with the idea of that's not for me. And I think it's just better to know either way. And you can test yourself on that and just ask yourself that question. When you are taking a big leap, you know, am I wanting that sort of uncertainty in my life? And again, that applies to anything. Like say you want to take a big leap and move to Australia. Am I okay with just it being really tough for the first year where maybe I don't know a lot of people? And you can just start to test yourself on that and ask the tough questions. A lot of that is about just figuring out your motivators, like risk versus reward. And you've got to be a bit of a risk taker if you want to do something like running a business because it is not going to be a smooth and easy journey. That's my first point, and I hope that was really insightful and helpful. Second point, second big things, wish, things that I wish I knew or want you to know if you are taking some sort of giant leap in your life or feeling inspired to. Always lean into something that you absolutely love. So for me, running this business has been an absolute joy, if I'm honest, and I've never got bored of it. And I still wake up today being excited about it. Because for me, I'm always going to be excited about the idea of motivating people to be healthier. It's just not something that's ever going to go away. Like I'm that friend that if I'm on holiday with my friends, I will be like, guys, who wants to do a workout? And I'll be excited to like take everyone to do a workout just because I want to see how good they feel afterwards. And I friggin' love that. I love seeing them super, super happy after a workout. And I I'm always going to be the instigator of that. So that for me was like quite easy. And all of us have things that we love. And I think just leaning into that. So this does not have to be about setting up a business. This could also be about like a career change or your current job. Maybe you are actually loving your current job, but you want to leap into a high position. Just pick something you absolutely love because that's going to be real and it's going to feel real forever. And you're going to stay in that industry forever and you're just going to understand it in such detail and depth. And I think that's really, really, really rewarding. If you don't really know what you love, then the best advice I can give you is like, you have the answer. You know yourself better than anybody. Like really take some time to listen inwards and listen to your inner voice because we all have an inner voice that knows, I think, nearly everything. Like the answers are always already there but we suppress and suppress and suppress and suppress. So it's an absolute joy to find out what you love in life. And it doesn't have to be career. It can be hobbies. It can be 
you know, figuring out who your life partner is, like maybe you're at a crossroads in your life and there's like two people or something like that, or you want to potentially leave an unhappy relationship, whatever it might be, like just listen in words and the answer will most likely be there. And it will just, again, make taking the leap so much easier. So I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate of meditation. And that for me is like a really powerful way to understand how I am feeling and tap in with myself and just take that time for me. Not always easy with two little kids, let me tell you. Like finding a time to meditate, like, oh my goodness, I'm really lucky that in our offices there is a space for it. But it's a really, really, really great way to listen inwards and figure out what it is that you love. Because the minute you tap into that, you start to tap into your bigger purpose, your why, your values, and you can figure out the company you want to work for, the type of people you want to work for, the type of person you want to fall in love with, the type of city you want to live in. Like it will just give you so much answer, so many answers and so much clarity. Point number three, gosh, we are rattling through. So this is all about um, community, something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I made some really big mistakes, I would say, in my first few years of having my company. You know, I was naive, I was young, and you're scrapping for answers, you're scrabbling for answers, you haven't good at, got good at listening to your own intuition, you haven't really got good at trusting yourself because in your 20s like there's a lot of stuff you're still learning about yourself um and so you don't really know who you are yet and you don't trust that voice all of the time so in my first few years I sort of just took advice from anyone and everyone and let me tell you everyone is happy to give you advice on absolutely everything like you open yourself up to like what do you think of my partner or what do you think of my business like people are going to flood in with advice and that can be like really damaging. I would say the best bit of advice I ever got, and I got it way too late, I got it in like year two or year three of business was, don't take advice from anyone who hasn't been where you are now and isn't a few steps ahead of you. And that changed, honestly. My thinking, it changed who I opened up to, it changed who I took advice from and it really helped me like it was huge and I loved it like that was something that I will keep with me forever because the truth is some advice can be really really damaging and if you don't yet know yourself and you don't yet know your direction and you don't really know what you want you start implementing all of this stuff and things don't really get better they get worse so it was really really life-changing for me and I would say it is true in anything. So again, let's use the example of dating. Like you want to maybe be married in the next five year, years and you've set that goal for yourself, then go and speak to someone who's married. Like ask them the questions like, how did you know he was the one? What age do you think is good to get married? Like, ask them the stuff that you want to know. Like what have been the challenges? Business is obviously an easy and massive one. You always want to have mentors that are ahead of you and really lean on them. And then fitness is a great one like you want to you know hang out with people just slightly fitter than you because they embody the beliefs and mindset that you want to be at and the more you can convince your brain that you're already there the quicker 
you're going to get there because your brain is basically just believing what you tell it every single day. So if you just keep telling your brain, like, I'm not good enough and I'm not good enough and I'm not good that is basically what your brain will believe. Whereas if you surround yourself with a community that is a few steps ahead, you're just going to start to think slightly differently. And that is a really empowering and amazing thing. And something that has completely shifted my way of thinking and shifted the way that I open up and shifted the way I run the business and just shifted my actual like life. Like, you know, community is huge. And they do say you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So you've got to choose those five people really carefully. Um, it's quite a scary statistic when you think of it. And I don't even think most of us have really ever thought about the five people we spend the most time with. But it's probably going to be your colleagues at work and then a partner and then whoever your best friend. I mean, it's quite an amazing exercise when you actually try to write the five people that you speak to the most or spend the most time with. Because from there, you can really start to curate the type of community you want and the type of impact you want that to have on you. And let me tell you, it is a total game changer. So I hope all of you can at least take that tiny exercise and maybe try to think about it. And if you are taking really bad advice, just stop. Like, just no longer accept it or no longer ask for it. And point... Four. Now this one, I I feel like I've structured these in the order of which I've started applying them, but this one I've only really started like leaning into recently. And again, I it has made my life so much more joyful and fun. And I think motherhood actually sparked this point for me. So the point is to embrace the messiness of the journey. When you're taking a leap or going through a big life change, just embrace that it's going to be super, super messy. I mean, I guess it sort of feeds into that point about hard work. Like the first few years are going to be really hard. And so with that, it's going to be a lot of up and down. This is not a linear line, guys. Everything in life is depicted to us from a young age as though it's a linear line. Like you go to school, you come out of school, you get a job and then you get married and then you have kids. And, and I think what we have seen and what we start to realize as adults is it's anything but linear. It's a massive zigzag. And if you want it to be linear, I guess it's going to be kind of boring. And where is your growth if everything just goes perfectly all the time? There is zero growth. So embracing the zigzag and embracing the fact that the up and down is actually really exciting and that's where you're going to learn the most about yourself, I think is another amazing thing to lean into. So what we actually see is that people get jobs and then they quit jobs and they jump into different jobs and then they get married and then they get divorced and then they get married again and then they have a baby and then they come out of work again and they go back into work and actually it's anything but linear so i if you've listened to my episode again a few episodes back my superwoman isn't real episode i talk a lot about how i have always been a type a personality i've always placed huge amounts of pressure on myself and i've always tried to be a perfectionist something i'm letting go of slowly and this point is all about that the minute I did start letting go of that need to always have everything done in a certain order, in a certain way, and to place such high expectations on myself, life has been so fun. And the reason I mentioned motherhood is I remember one night my daughter being sick and I was up all night with her. Like, And I think we just had a really bad run of bad sleep. And any parent listening to this will know how horrific that is. You know, like the days are sort of your nights and your nights are your days and you're just back to front. And I remember looking down at her and she was like just four, five months old. She was tiny. And I remember just going, 
like something clicked in my mind and it just went off like a light bulb of like, this is motherhood. Like, I don't know what I thought motherhood would be, but this right here is it. You are caring for your sick child in the night. They are tiny and helpless and they need you. And on a night like tonight, they need to be held or they need skin to skin contact. They need to be near you because they're really not feeling good. And you need to be monitoring her temperature and giving her cowpaw. And this is motherhood. Like the definition of motherhood is literally what is happening right now. So why am I like fighting against it, wishing things were perfect, wishing I was having a perfect night's sleep? She's tiny. She needs me. And that is what I signed up for. I signed up for being her everything. And that was such a shift for me into realizing these messy, imperfect moments in the middle of the night where I'm up as a mom are my defining moments and exactly what I've signed up for. And I now take that into everything, like the days at work, which are really hard and everything goes wrong and I don't get through my to-do list, but I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm troubleshooting with my team and something horrible has happened, but I've had that really tough phone call and then I figured it out and then I've, those are the days that I see the most growth. I see the most compassion in my team, like we're working through something together, we feel inspired by one another. And those are the days that shape me and help me grow. And so embracing the messiness of any journey whenever you are taking the leap is going to make life so much more enjoyable and fun. And it's going to give you so much more grace and patience with yourself. And I think that's the key point there because otherwise you are always unhappy with yourself. Um, And grace and patience are wonderful things to adopt in any journey. And again, we can apply that to fitness. Like, God, if you're starting something new, say you've always been a yogi and suddenly you decide that you're going to go in, do cardio with a PT and you're running for the first time next to your PT and it's just hard and embarrassing and like every single point of this applies. But if you accept that this journey is just going to be really messy and you can learn to laugh at yourself and you can just go, God, this is not going to, you know, this is just not going to go in a linear fashion. I think you just have a lot more fun and you give yourself just so many more, you know, nods of self-encouragement and that's what we need we need more compassion and more kindness to ourselves because then we can give it to others so i always test myself with something um that i guess i would love to leave you guys to think about and in keeping with the messiness of the journey an exercise i do which just helps me know that i'm on the right track is did i learn something new today am i one percent better And that can be applied daily or weekly. So at the end of every week on a Friday, you could just look at your business. Maybe you you work in a business and you can look at your role and go, did I get 1% better this week? And I think as long as you can write one, two or three things down on a piece of paper, you are 100% on the right track. If you can't write anything onto that piece of paper, then that might be an issue. (laughs) That might mean that you've got a bit of work to do and you've possibly stagnated a little bit. But if you can just say, this has always been really, really messy. It's been really, really hard, but I've learned a few things. I think then you can always have faith in yourself that you are absolutely on the right track. And it's just a really, really easy thing that I now use to check I'm on the right path, even at times where things do not feel like they are going right. So we could have like a crazy month and I come out the other side of it and I just have to ask myself that question. Did the business get better? Did we innovate? Did we invent something new? Did we troubleshoot a problem that we make sure will never come up again? Like, did anything like that happen? And if it did, I'm always going to give myself a little pat on the back 
I think overall, like the biggest source of unhappiness and the biggest times of unhappiness in my life, and I think everyone's lives, like even when you talk to your friends and you're venting, is always when people feel like they're stuck. They feel like they haven't grown. They feel like they've stagnated. And I think that's why taking a leap is like one of the most powerful things. And we're all at different points in our journey and at different points of our lives. We've got, you know, you might have friends getting married. You might have friends starting new jobs. You might have friends quitting jobs. You might have friends dating, like whatever it might be, or on a weight loss journey. I think whenever you feel like you're a little bit stuck, look at one aspect of your life and try to change it up. And it really, guys, it could be as small as testing yourself in a new sport. It could be as small as going to a different yoga studio. It could be as small as um, going for a run for the first time in like a year. It could be anything, like it really, really could be anything, but it's a great way to test yourself, shake things up and be on this journey of growth that we are all on. It's all about evolution and growth and taking leaps is honestly what it's all about. So I didn't know all of these things. You know, I've learned all of these things as I've gone along and they've helped me enormously. And so I hope that this helps you. You know, if you've been on this journey with us, that this podcast is really only here to inspire you, uplift you, help you unlock new levels um, and get better and better and better. That's the only reason we run this podcast. So I really hope this episode has been wonderful, enjoyable and given you plenty to think about. And I will be back. We are dropping episodes on Thursday. So do come back and check in. We have loads of amazing guests coming up. But if you liked this episode, do give us a review. Do drop us a five star. Do share it with your friends because that honestly means the absolute world to us. And stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We hope you loved this episode. And if you did, we'd be so grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review. This supports our podcast so much. See you next week.